This is why you don't jump to conclusions. This is why you don't overreact to situations. This is why you don't take someone at their word just because they supposedly identify with a marginalized group. We are living in a society filled with people desperate for fame and notoriety. They will do anything, anything to become famous. They will do anything for attention, except, of course, hard work. They don't want to work for it. They would rather ruin someone else who achieves success the right way than get there by their own merits. This is also why you don't make decisions based on the reaction you see on social media or the potential reaction on social media. The reactions you see on social media do not represent the opinion of the entire country. Matter of fact, because of the filth inhabiting social media, the opinions on Twitter don't represent 90% of the country, a group I like to call normal people. Normal people do not have the time to sit on social media all day commenting on the latest oopsie Kardashian baby. We don't have time to browse Twitter looking for something to offend us. I can't tell you how many times someone has told me, you need to be more active on Twitter. You need Instagram. You need Facebook. You need a bigger social media presence to grow on YouTube. Um, yeah. I seem to be doing just fine. The other day, when we talked about the situation with Michael Irvin, I didn't have access to the information that we have today. It was either Wednesday or Thursday of this week when I first mentioned the absolute bullshit happening to Michael Irvin. He was returning to his hotel after a night of drinking with friends and colleagues. He was approached by some random female birthing person while waiting for the elevator in the hotel lobby. They had a friendly exchange, lasted, I don't know, 60 seconds. They shook hands. And that was the end of it. At least, that should have been the end of it. Turns out, this random woman was an employee at the Marriott where Michael Irvin was staying for the Super Butt Bongo Bowl. 20 years ago, a handshake between a man and a woman was viewed as a sign of mutual respect. It was a greeting or a way to say goodbye. In 2023, a handshake between anyone is now considered unwanted, touching, sexual harassment. This female employee filed a complaint against Michael Irvin with her shit-fuck managers at the Marriott. They took the complaint to the NFL, who immediately removed Michael Irvin from covering the Super Bowl. It was a knee-jerk reaction. It was an overreaction. These are the people who have been working with Michael Irvin since 2009. I don't even know the dude. I've never met Michael Irvin. Even with me being an outsider, I could smell the fragrance of this woke turd of an allegation. Covering the shit fucks for the last couple of years, I have developed a keen sense of sniffing out bullshit. Judging by the hundreds of comments I received, you guys felt the same way. This allegation is garbage. The NFL, though, the NFL didn't see it that way. They refused to believe Michael Irvin. Instead of believing the man they have spent the last 15 or so years working with on television, they believe the story of a random stranger. But now, we have two witnesses coming forward backing the claims of Michael Irvin. I'm not sure if this random woman realized this. Perhaps she was blinded by the colors of the rainbow, blinded by girl power, or blinded by the money she thought she was going to receive in a potential lawsuit. Whatever she was blinded by, the eyes of the dozens of other people standing in the Marriott lobby were wide open. 
A man named Phil Watkins was standing a few feet away when this woman implemented her scheme to ruin the career of Michael Irvin. He told TMZ, The conversation lasted 30-40 seconds. Michael Irvin kept a safe distance the entire time. The conversation was friendly. It ended with a handshake. Case closed! A second eyewitness by the name of Brian Davis told TMZ the same thing. Well, KC, you can't trust these eyewitness accounts. Both stories are coming from men. Judging by their names, they identify as evil white men. Evil white men will always come to the defense of the black man when he's being accused by a poor defenseless woman. You know what I'm confused by? I'm confused by the lack of reaction in the mainstream media. The mainstream media, they're reporting the story, but they're not coming to the defense of Michael Irvin. Why? Last I checked, Michael Irvin was a black man. Last I checked, the mainstream media is leading the fight against mythical racism. They're quick to come to the defense of black men when the situation fits their narrative. They were quick to blame white supremacy for the death of Tyree Nichols, even though he was killed by five black cops. They were quick to defend Jacob Blake when he was shot by police for refusing to comply and going for a knife. How come the media is not coming to the defense of Michael Irvin? If I had to guess, they're afraid of being labeled misogynist. They're afraid of being accused of defending toxic masculinity. Another aspect of this story that I find incredibly confusing How come the name of Michael Irvin's accuser hasn't been released publicly? Well, KC, they like to keep the identity of victims of sexual assault private for as long as possible. Okay, I can understand that, but this is not a case of sexual assault. No one was physically harmed. From what I can tell, no one was emotionally harmed. The way I see it, If you're going to accuse someone of sexual harassment and make it public, you should have to publicly stand by your accusation. Whoever the hell this woman is, her identity will not be kept secret for long because Michael Irvin just filed a $100 million lawsuit against both this woman and the Marriott Hotel. Now, normally I am not a supporter of lawsuits. 90% of lawsuits are frivolous cash grabs, useless bums looking for a way to get rich quick. But in this case, I fully support Michael Irvin suing the shit out of these people, and I hope he gets every dollar. I hope bookings decline at Marriott hotels across the country. Me personally, I'll never stay at a Marriott hotel again, not after the way they treated Michael Irvin. If you're a man staying at a Marriott hotel and some random woman accuses you of sexual harassment, you're fucked. Doesn't matter if video footage backs your claim. Doesn't matter if eyewitnesses come to your defense. Marriott is going to believe the woman. According to the lawsuit, Michael Irvin tried reasoning with management at the Marriott Hotel. He told them he had eyewitnesses. He told them this seemed to be a misunderstanding. He tried to rectify the situation privately behind closed doors. Management at the Marriott... They refused to even meet with him. They refused to listen. Instead of giving Michael Irvin the chance to defend himself, they took the seemingly baseless claims of this woman directly to the NFL. According to the lawsuit, their intention was to damage the reputation of Michael Irvin and destroy his relationship with the National Football League. Now look, I'm not Miss Cleo. 
I can't get into the minds of the managers at the Marriott to figure out their true intentions. But let's assume for a second these allegations were true. Let's assume there was evidence backing these claims. Why would your first call be to the NFL instead of the police? I could not find any record of the Marriott contact in the Glendale Police Department so they could come investigate these claims. Instead, they call the NFL front office. Why? Besides trying to destroy the career and public image of Michael Irvin, what other reason would they have to get the NFL involved? Put yourself in this situation. Pretend you're Michael Irvin and you're being accused of sexual harassment. Who is the Marriott calling? The cops or your employer? If these allegations are proven to be false, I hope Michael Irvin presses criminal charges against his accuser. You can punish the Marriott financially, but I doubt you're going to get any money from a low-level employee. There's got to be a clear message sent here that you can't just make up allegations and get away with it. If I'm Michael Irvin, there is no way I could return to ESPN or the NFL Network. There is no loyalty in the mainstream media. When the shit hits the fan, that's when you find out where someone's true loyalty lies. The NFL didn't wait a full 24 hours before removing Michael Irvin from their airways. He told them, I didn't do this. He told them, these allegations are false. They refused to believe him. For them, it didn't matter if these accusations were true or false. All that mattered to ESPN and the NFL was that a complaint had been filed. That's all it takes. One complaint. Anyone can make a complaint. Anyone can be offended. That doesn't mean you take their word for it without doing your own investigation. If there were eyewitnesses claiming Michael Irvin was inappropriate, or if there was video footage showing Michael Irvin making sexual advances, unwanted sexual advances, I could understand the NFL network taking him off the air while an investigation was conducted. It's been almost a full week and not one piece of evidence has surfaced that supports these allegations. If these allegations were true in a society where privacy is a thing of the past, do you really think a full week could go by without evidence being released publicly? A public figure, they can't fart in the desert without TMZ reporting the story. For Michael Irvin's sake, I hope this gets resolved sooner rather than later. But if I were him, there is no way I'm going back to ESPN or the NFL Network. If you're not willing to stand by me when times are tough, why should I be working for you? Both the NFL and ESPN, they're too worried about social media reaction to stand by Michael Irvin. They're too worried about fake outrage on Twitter. Give me your thoughts. Michael Irvin files a $100 million defamation lawsuit. Do you think that was the right call? Also, if someone publicly accuses a person of sexual harassment, should they be allowed to remain anonymous? You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.